everyone. Welcome. My name is Andy and you are listening to the podcast that covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course, Star Wars. That's right. This is the DCast. We are back after our hiatus and we're better than ever. Myself, Andy Herndon, and Skylar Shulu are bringing you all the latest in Disney movie news, including, that's right, Infinity War has hit $1 billion, the fastest movie to do so ever. Will it reach Avatar along with a solo a Star Wars story coming out here in just a few weeks? Also, plenty of Jungle Cruise news and lots of stuff going on myself and Skylar that and much more along with your box office rundown on episode number 158 of the Dcast. Welcome back everyone. This is Andy with me as always is the man with the plan himself, the one who keeps me going, the one who gets everything done around here. That's right. It's Skylar Schuler. How are you doing today, Skylar? I'm good. It feels good to be back. Um, I've missed you, man. I missed you too. Um, it's, 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 I know. Uh, I'm so ready to just get into this and start yes. talking uh, Disney movie news. It's been it's going to be fun. Lots to talk about. Lots to lots to catch up on. Yes. Yeah. I I just want to thank everyone for sticking with us. Uh, if you've been following me on social media, you know, just family wise for me, it's been a real hard time. With my kids, had some issues, stuff, issues and stuff going on. I actually considered kind of shutting down the show for a while. I was like, can't do this anymore. Uh, but a lot of you guys have stepped up and uh, just been encouraging me and Skylar. And Skylar's you know, like this successful like movie entertainment reporter now. Um, he's got some big news to talk about here pretty soon. We'll, we'll get, get into that. But Skylar, you seem to be doing pretty good lately. Like uh, I'm seeing what you've been tweeting. Uh, you know, I'm trying. I, I don't. I mean, that's high praise, but, you know, I, mean, I, 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 I turn on the television and you're on Disney. I'm, I'm sorry, not Disney movie news. I've been on Disney movie news, but I have never been on Disney news weekly. And you were there. Um, OK, I'm like, oh, there's Skyler on my television set on Disney news weekly. Uh, that was kind of a big deal. You know, it's always nice to be uh, brought back. Yeah, well, first time, like you said, first time being on the show with their new overlay, Disney news weekly. Mm-hmm. Um it was, you know, it was a lot of fun and I've been getting a lot of scoops lately and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to drop little teases in here. I'm just going to make it a fun time. And, uh, it was really cool. Um, really nice to be back. Uh, one of these days it'll be you and me on the show together. I gotta get back down uh, to LA. I know I gotta get back down there. I know we need you down here. We need to do a whole day, a Disney day, a Disney news weekly day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just be we need like, to do a Hollywood day. We need just to n- do a, we need n- a week. N- oh, nothing, nothing against Sarah or Keaton, but I think it would just be kind of because it's never happened before. They've had episodes where it's been all ladies. But if we just get like myself, you and Leo on the show, I don't know how that oh, would go. I don't know how that would go over. But, you know. Oh, it'd, it'd be nuts. It'd be. Yeah, it'd I'd, be ner- it, We'd be all nerding out. We'd be, we would just be talking about Marvel and Star Wars the whole time. Yeah. And no one to keep because actually no keep Sarah there because she would keep us all in line. Like she so, would keep us all in line. Yes, yeah, she's just cool like that. We should have her on the show again sometime. What do you think? Sarah is always down to be on the show. I we think, just need to get her on more consistently. Yeah. She's she's a nice balance to you and I. And yeah, we she is. the three of us have always had a good connection when recording. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just everything we just bounce off each other really well. Yeah. Uh, and the highest rated episode we've ever had is when she's been co-hosting with us. So she's a great co-host. I think that. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's our best episode, but I think our most. I think our our intern and, and by best I mean like maybe most views, most likes. But I think our, I think 
the best show as a podcast between the three of us was when we did the uh, when we talked about Coco and the John Lasseter. Yes. Stuff. Some hard stuff uh, to talk about because, you know, that's those are issues, it, sadly, that are now in the Disney world mm-hmm. where it's it shouldn't be just two guys talking about it. And Sarah's just a Sarah coming from like this almost like entertainment legal background. Mm-hmm. Um she just brings that nice edge to the show that, you know, kind of counters us, you know, and on little things. And it, it was really nice. And I know Sarah will be back. Uh, she, hopefully we can get her on on a more permanent basis. Yeah. We need to harass her. Um, oh, careful with that word there, dude. Careful. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Careful, careful, yes. careful, careful. We need <laughs> to encourage her. Sarah's not on the D-cast anymore because <laughs> he asked Sarah about being on the D-cast. Sarah, what do you have to say about this? <laughs> He's never back on Disney Newsweek. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, oh, I know Keaton. No, I, but sir. Yeah. But oh, I know. Like Keaton wants to be on the show. I, I have really dropped the ball lately on the show. We need, to, we need to get Keaton on the show. She's been like practically saying, like, "Get me on." You get me on. Like, I think what's you cool. Want let's get her on. Like, let's do. It. I think what's cool about Keaton is because when Keaton first came on uh, with Popcorn Talk Network, she was a Disney fan, but I don't even think she realized what the fandom looked like. Oh, exactly. Well, I I told. I, I don't know if I told Keaton this. I, I'm sure maybe I told. I don't even know if I've told Sarah, but Keaton was not at first. And, and this is no disrespect. It just she wasn't a fit at first. Like she wasn't. She, no, no, no. She, she wasn't. She, was, she wasn't. She was. A, she's very sweet. She knows how to work the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she is by far a great uh, personality. YouTube personality. Oh, yeah. Uh, however, I give Keaton so much props oh, on how, man. you know. She's in she's developed her knowledge in not only Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel. It, it has come to the point where you could turn on Disney News Weekly and Keaton is just as has just mm-hmm. as much knowledge now as yep. Sarah and Leo. Maybe not the history of Disney, but she can go in there and she follows the news. She's been going yep. to the parks yep. and bravo to Keaton. I I I think she's done a really good job and I think she's great for that show. And I think they mesh well, really, really well together. Oh, yeah. So total props to Keaton. Speaking of Keaton and Leo, did you see their star Wars fan video? They did the, uh, Oh yeah. The Wasn't fan. that cool? Oh my gosh. That was amazing. Uh, they released it on, cool. on May the 4th. Um, so cool. I shared it immediately. I was, I was just like, I know these guys. It's so cool. And so the, it was very high, high production. And just to give you any idea. If you guys were following them on Instagram, it took, it was like two days of filming, a day of reshoots, a day of ADR, which is dubbing, um, to do that two minute video. And it's just like, wow, I mean, the, the care that was put into that thing. It's just, oh yeah. And they've been, they have been working on it for quite a while, a couple months, mm. uh, maybe even longer actually. Yeah. Um, and it's been in development for a few months and now to finally see it, congrats to them. Yeah. It looks like it's going to do well on YouTube and maybe they collab for more, you know, um, maybe, maybe they do something Marvel in the future. Maybe Keaton does some, does a black widow thing. I was just Impossible about to say thing. that I was just about to say, Oh, Kim possible would be awesome. I would love that. Like so, maybe Kim fighting monkey fist. Leo's, you know, <laughs> been wanting to do the monkey fisting or Leo does the winter soldier cosplay oh. and they could do maybe a, a, a collab or maybe they're on the same side and they're fighting, you know, Hydra mm-hmm. agents or Hydra soldiers. That'd be kind of cool. That'd so really cool. Leah Keaton, we're, we're throwing ideas out here. Yes, come on, guys. So come if, on. You, if you need a, a director and a marketing guy, you mm-hmm. need to contact us. We'll help you get that going. Yep. But yeah, good for them. Uh, it's been, it's been awesome. 
So, guys, if you haven't, if you're not, please follow us on all the various social media networks. Um, you might think things look a little different because um, props to Puck Hero on Instagram. He got us a new logo, an amazing logo. Uh, gosh, like the other logo was good. But it, it, when we started doing T-shirts and I, I printed out some cards this last week for Medford Comic Con, which I'll talk about that in a little bit here. It just it wasn't quite a fit. No, it wasn't. Um, I liked it, and I we had just talked about it before we started recording. Is I liked the logo, mm-hmm. but as time more went on, I'm like, no, we need something a little more stable, a little more. It's this is a Disney podcast. It's yes. a movie podcast. Yes. Um, you know, I I, the, I reached out to Puck Heroes. I knew he does a lot of you know he does a lot of Disney and Marvel and Star Wars uh, fan posters, and it's really good stuff. Really so if you're not stuff. following him, follow him At on, Puck uh, on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I reached out to him, and he you know he was super excited to do the logo for us. Took his time, was kind of communicating with me for two weeks, and I kind of teased it on social media a couple days ago that I'm going to revamp the look of the the podcast and. Mm-hmm. Boom. Surprise, Andy. I was like, oh, we have a logo. Oh, my gosh. This is an amazing logo. I love it because the other one doesn't really didn't say doesn't, Disney. It doesn't scream Disney. Yeah, this, but this one's this one says, hey, th- I think this is a Disney movie podcast without. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That's blatantly Disney. Yeah. Let's sue them. Exactly. <laughs> Disney, we love you. Like we want yeah. to. You need to start like you need to bring podcasters into the Disney Digital Network. Disney, you hear me here? Bring bring some. You brought all these YouTubers in from Maker, you know, after you kick me out, bring in some podcasters. I think you should do that, Disney. It's the Disney Digital Network. Just and saying. By po- and by podcasters, we mean Skylar and Andy of yes. the DCast. Yeah, bring in the DCast. I mean, see, I mean, guys, come on. The DCast, you have D23, you have the D, you know, company D store, you know. Come well, we on. need here, in all seriousness, we should, and I, I, this is something we haven't discussed, which I think we should, but I'm going to, we're going to discuss it right now on the podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, we need to apply to get a booth. We need to get a booth, like a live booth, invest, and do a live recording of the podcast at D23. Agreed. Agreed. We, we can get a, a backdrop uh, made. Um, live stream. We can do this. Yes. Yeah, we can live stream. We could live stream YouTube, live stream the podcast. Oh, it'll be fun. We're yeah. doing it. I, I have some offers from some people locally to help out with some stuff. So I know you got contacts there in L.A. And hopefully this year we can get press badge. I, I know you're going to get a press badge because you're Scott from Disney Film Facts. Um, so <laughs> you did last year. I mean, that's the first time you were on the show was after D23 this last year. That was a good episode. That was a good episode. It was the first time you were on the show. You had your you had your press credentials, and I was re, I was re, during the whole thing because I hadn't I'd been to the last one. I wasn't able to go to this one, so I'm like I'm watching your live tweet and I'm just retweeting, retweeting, reposting, reposting like crazy with all the new stuff. And oh, that was a hard, that was so hard for me not to be there. And then finally we, we worked it out. I had some money to be able to go. I'm like I'm gonna fly out for the last day Sunday, and then I went to go buy the tickets, and then Sunday tickets were gone. I'm like oh like oh crap that sucked. It was not fun. I cried. So follow us on social media, guys. Our new logos. Um, go to decast.com for all that. Decast.com still has the old logos, but we are transitioning all that this week. Also, make sure you're following Skylar at Disney Film Facts. And gosh, what else is going on? Oh, the reviews. Yes, reviews. We need reviews on on all the various podcast outlets that you can, but especially Apple Podcasts. That helps us out the most. Also on Patreon. That is a huge help to us. We are this week. We're going to revamp all the rewards. Those of you who are helping us out, 
appreciate it so much. We're going to get things caught up in the next week and two week or two. I promise you. Patreon's a great way to help us out, though. It's a great way to support the show so we can, like right now, with the support we get, which is $28 a month, I'm able to pay for the hosting of the podcast. And I get like $12 a month to basically spend an hour <laughs> of my time. And Skylar gets nothing. Uh, to, <laughs> to <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry I'll, I'll, I'll send you a check. Um, I'll send you a check for $6. Sweet. To, to you know get things going and you know skyler and i are both creators we both work in other industries and in entertainment um i'm going to school full-time as well i'm always working on other people's other people's projects i'm working on projects you know for political campaigns for you know i did a website for a tutoring center this last week i mean you know, we're always doing stuff but this is what we want to be spending our time on <laughs> we want to spend our time on you know disney film facts and and you know skyler sim insider and hashtag show and and the decast so to able to do that we need the support and we're able to we would be able to do more so if you if you have a buck or two a month you can spare we would greatly greatly appreciate it it would be a huge help to us and i don't like begging and i'm not begging and i'm not going to talk about much more in the future just we haven't talked about it in a while so patreon just subscription-based service where you go you say i like the show i'll give it a dollar a month and that's that so yeah that's all i'm going to say about that and there's the awkward silence Ah, we like it. Awkward let's do this. Good. Okay, so let's go ahead. Now that we've gotten all that out of the way, go on to the box office rundown. And I am actually shocked at this week's numbers. My gosh, I mean, Overboard just took it. Oh man, Overboard that, that movie almost almost beat almost beat the number one movie this week. <laughs> Is there anything else to talk about this week? Um, um, um uh, let, let's see. Number five, Rampage. Uh, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's a it's a put popcorn in your in your mouth and watch. It's the, the rock. Kind of it's movie. the rock. Yeah. I, mean, I like the rock. And it, yeah, he's it, it's, he it's an albino. It's a movie about monsters destroying cities. Yeah, what more do you want? A, people? Large, a large albino monkey and uh, the rock. It's, it's going to hit 400 million at the box office. Yeah. I bet there's going to be a sequel. Oh, yeah, there will be. Because the rock and you can make I mean, you can make those movies relatively cheaply. Yeah, because the CGI I, I, doesn't have to be great. Yeah, but the CGI—I don't know how one hundred and twenty million dollars. I think that CGI looked fantastic. It looked pretty good. Pretty good. I did not mind it one bit. It was. I just I, I kept looking at the rock's muscles, and you know, I just yeah oh, yeah. Who, who didn't? <laughs> I feel pretty was uh, number four with Amy Schumer. I have no intention of seeing this movie. Nothing against Amy Schumer. Um, did you see this? No reviews on this movie are so mixed. Mm-hmm. I I don't. I don't know if I want to see it. I don't know if I care to see it. I've heard people say it, it you know, it, it's a really good movie that, you know, shines a light on per self personal image. And, uh, you know, uh, and I've also heard Amy Schumer's horrible, like she was in snatched. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I probably won't see it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I get the message. I understand that. I I'm totally supportive of that. I just, uh, I'm not a huge Amy Schumer fan. Nah, ever since she, ever since she did that cover with the Star Wars stuff without Disney's permission, which I thought that was just very disrespectful. Yeah, that was kind of. I was like, that was, that was in bad taste. Like, if you, I mean, you took someone else's IP and you, you know, really kind of screwed with it. And I was like, that's not cool. That's not cool. So, oh no. And the fact that Entertainment Weekly posted that was not cool either. Was it Entertainment Weekly? I want to say it was Entertainment Weekly. It might have been. I think it was Entertainment Tonight. 
I think it was Entertainment Weekly posted that because I was I was I was getting them I was getting the, the actual physical copies at the time. I remember having it, so I don't usually go out and buy it now. I do everything digitally now. So uh so I feel pretty number four, four point nine million dollars, a quiet place. I still haven't seen this movie. Um I don't what? know. I, I know. I know. It's it's been a crazy month for me. Uh, I, I, was, I was actually going to go see Isle of Dogs this week, except last Thursday they pulled it from my theater and now it's an independent theater, which I didn't have time to go out there. So I just saw Avengers Infinity War again, which is totally fine. I'm, that movie's still messing with my head, uh, but I need to see it. I know. I know. Like, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like, I haven't heard a bad word about this film. It's really good. Yeah, it is really solid. I really can't. Really, not not a lot to talk about. It's pretty straightforward, but it's a really good movie. Okay, so Quiet Place, number three. Number two, Overboard, $14.7 million. Gross. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I just, I don't, I, I don't see a movie that stars Anna Faris and Eva Longoria doing well in the second week of infinity wars release. Yeah. It, and from what I, I haven't seen it, don't care to see it. Plus I prefer the original with, um, Kurt Russell and, yes. uh, uh, and, uh, Goldie Hawn. Yep. Um, it's a remake. Yeah. Uh, gosh. Yeah. I, are you seeing the irony though, between the number one and number two movies here? Who's, who's in them? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt. Yeah, just a little ironic there. So, yeah, Overboard, $14.7 million. I, let's see, I, will, I will see movies like that if I have time so I can be able to talk about them. But no, I'm not. No, uh, I hard just, pass. Yep, yep. And number one with $112 million as Avengers Infinity War. I don't think there was any doubt that this movie was going to be number one this week. I'm surprised it still broke the $100 million mark. And this movie has now hit $1.1 billion worldwide. That is insane. That's like, the, apparently that did is. Did it in a week, too. Did, did in yeah, a week. Fastest it, movie to do it. Exactly. I mean, you got I mean, the star power in this. And people have tweeted me, oh, well, is there any truth to the $1 billion price tag on this movie? We reported on that. No, that there's, there, no, it was not a billion dollars to make this movie, especially with all the marketing and everything they put into it. There's no way Disney would have spent a billion dollars in this movie. I can see why people thought that though, because you have Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, uh, Anthony Mackie, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany, Benedict Cumberbatch. I mean, go on and on and on and on and on. Um, but is there any word on how much this movie did cost to make? Um, I, I heard north of 350 to $450 million. So the, the budget for Avengers three and four, uh, untitled as of right now, maybe combined budget of a billion dollars. Still kind of find that hard with, to believe. I would say with marketing. Yeah, with yeah. Mar- yeah. Oh yeah. With marketing. Yeah. Without marketing. No way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would say 400 million, 450 with marketing. Mm-hmm. God, yeah, this one billion dollars. I, I get why people think it. I mean, you just look at Dave Batista, Karen, Karen Gillian, Chris Evans, Carla Johansson. I mean, all these big names that are in the, you know, Samuel Jackson. I, yeah. Um, I haven't said spoiler alert yet. So <laughs> sorry. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. So, yeah. But here's the real question, though. Is this movie going to be able to beat Avatar? Oh, no way. Ah. Sorry. I, I Here's the thing. The movie. I think we'll make two billion. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it the only huge market it hasn't been released in is China. China's this week, yes. Um, I now I expect this movie to have legs for another week and a half. Um, then Deadpool and comes China out. will. It China, yeah, and then China will. The movie releases in China, I believe, next Friday, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. That's what Bob, Bob I think just tweeted that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it comes out next Friday in China, which is huge. One of the biggest movie markets in the world. Um, at that point, I think it hits $2 billion, maybe within two weeks. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. It hits $2 billion. After it comes out in China, it's been it released in every other market for three weeks now. Yeah. And now you want the movie to make an additional $788 million. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. And like you said, Deadpool 2 comes out in a couple weeks. Then Solo. Solo, a Star Wars uh, movie, is going to come out here in a couple weeks. Then Incredibles 2 and Jurassic World. There's just too many things that are going to hold it down. Uh, you know, I part of me kind of wishes that they would have. I don't know. I was talking to someone earlier. They said the solo should have been released during May the 4th and then they should have put Avengers later during solo's release. I, I don't know if that would have been the best decision. I get the reasoning behind it because it'd be nice to have a, it'd be nice to have a star Wars movie out the weekend of May the 4th. I get that, but I don't know. I, I just want to say, especially after James Cameron has said all these wonderful things about Marvel and the Marvel movies of the past few weeks that I would just love to see that him get dethroned. By, oh, absolutely. By when it's all when it's all said and done, um, Avengers Infinity War will be in the top 10 highest grossing movies of all time, um, meaning that Disney will still have. Six, seven, six or seven movies in the top 10 of all time. Mm-hmm. There's 34 million or 34 million. Uh, there's 34 movies that have crossed a billion dollars at the worldwide, a billion or more at the worldwide box office of all time of those 34 movies that have hit a billion dollars at the box office. 17 of them are Disney movies Yep. or Disney owned Disney owned properties. Yep. Exactly. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, come, I'm thinking by Friday, it's going to end up passing. Um, it, it, it'll have passed up until I want to say age of Ultron. I think, Come Friday, it'll be at number five with one, I think one point five billion dollars somewhere around there, mm-hmm. maybe even more. Yeah, um, it's gonna pass Beauty and the Beast, Black Absolutely. Panther, Frozen this week, uh, maybe within the next couple days actually. Yep. yep. Um, which would put it in the top ten. So nuts! Can't wait to talk about it a little more. Yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more. We'll talk spoilers about this movie near the end of the show. But I'm gonna move on here. We have Solo coming out. In what, three weeks now? Three weeks? Into so May. So stoked. Yeah, three three weeks. Now, I had um, on my personal YouTube page, somebody tweet, post and hate about you and 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 Solo and that they're going to sue you. And gosh, I just. Oh, man. Our wonderful troll. who Who's finally gone. It feels like he's finally gone. I think at this point, it's like, OK, this movie's starting to come closer and closer and closer. Uh, the <laughs> premiere is is. Uh, coming this uh, Thursday. Um, I, I, at that point, I think he was kind of done trolling. Now we'll have to wait and see what happens come episode nine. But Mm -hmm. until then we get to sit back, relax and enjoy no troll anymore. Yes. So this movie, uh, from what I understand, it's, it's Chewbacca's film. Like really, 
Like Chewbacca's like the like of course it's solo, but from what I understand, it's kind of like Chewbacca's got a much more prevalent role than people were expecting from what they're telling. Um also you had um Lando Calrissian on Saturday Night Live last night. I we're not seeing a lot from from Han Solo himself. I, why I, I can't pronounce his name, so I never try. Oh, Alden Ehrenreich. Alden Ehrenreich. I, I can do it. Alden Ehrenreich. I can do it. Okay, I, I got to get this right. Okay, so we I, haven't we haven't I, heard much from him, which is unusual. I, I think they're trying to save him. Hmm. And I think here, and I think it's good a good strategy. This, of of course, he's all over the marketing material, the yeah. posters, the billboards. However, I think they're basing these. I wouldn't say just trailers, but you know what I think they're doing to sell this movie? The other characters and the Millennium Falcon. Hey, mm-hmm. come see this movie. The Millennium Falcon's plastered on every poster. Chewbacca's right there. People love Chewbacca. Chewbacca is the 70s and 80s uh, Porg and BB-8 in yes, terms of marketability. Yes. Um, Lando with Donald Glover's just on a hot oh, streak. Gosh, you said you said uh, SNL. Um, you look at Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. He has a one of the best shows on FX called Atlanta right yeah. now. Donald Glover, Childish he's, he's, Gambino. He's, he's, he's about to drop an album name. here right now. He just dropped exactly. the, the video for it. A, He's a hot name, and he's playing a character people want wanted to see more of for years mm-hmm. in Lando Calrissian. They're you know they're they're marketing a lot of Woody Harrelson. You know yep. Woody Harrelson is one of the you know Academy Award nominated was uh, nominated for three billboards last year. He's going to be in Venom. Uh, Woody Harrelson's just a big name right now. Was in the Planet of the Apes films, so they they're like here's Woody Harrelson, and then here's our Game of Thrones star Amelia Clark. Yes. And I think they're marketing it with them and the Millennium Falcon, and you're going to get more solo than you think in the movie. It's called Solo, a Star Wars story, yes, so of yes. course you're going to get a lot of solo. But I think they're kind of saving solo and you know, kind of doing the the prove everyone wrong theory regarding this movie. And of course, you got Ron Howard at the helm of this. He reshot seventy percent of this film, which is insane. I remember actually when this story dropped, I was on Disney Movie News. You know, they, they, Disney dropped Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and he's really he's been like all the all the social media stuff. It's been Ron Howard, Ron Howard, Ron Howard. Oh, he's yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's super cool to to see him do that. Yeah, so I think people are just kind of the confidence is up. Expectations are low. I think expectations are low, though. People also, I think, are getting a little bit tired because there's there's just not that excitement. I, well, are they really though? The movie, it, it a new report came out from I I think it was Deadline or the Hollywood Reporter Variety, one of the big trades, mm-hmm. where it's this movie is tracking at a one hundred and seventy million dollars opening weekend. Like I, if if there was like fatigue, wouldn't we see that number a lot smaller? A yeah. week after Deadpool. Yeah, you're probably right. I I got my I bought five tickets. I'm I'm going opening night. I'll probably go. The trailers have been awesome. Trailers have been amazing. Bonkers good. And you know the SNL sketch last night where you know he came out as Lando. Donald Glover came out as Lando. So that was hilarious. So yeah, it was great. Yeah, go see the SNL sketch with with uh, Childish Bambino. Um, All the his whole show. It was amazing. It's so good. Yes, go check it out. So overall, is it gonna is it gonna break the one billion dollar mark? That's my question. Now Rogue One didn't. I think it hit like 800 million. I think Rogue One did. It did? I think so. Let me me double check. I think think it did. Rogue One. I I don't see it anywhere, but I think it did. 
we're gonna click on this bad boy here. Rogue, oh, Rogue One did, yeah, it did worldwide one billion, one billion fifty six million. So yeah, it barely hit the one billion, but it did hit the one billion mark. You're right, it did. So uh, to be to be corrected, and that one cost two hundred million dollars to make. So uh, solo, if if the hype and if if if, if Alden Ehrenreich I, and, and and Donald Glover are as good as we're hoping they'd be, I think you're gonna get a lot of word of mouth. It's going to it's the first off, the movie has to be good. And the word of mouth has to be good. Yeah, because uh, this movie needs to have legs. If it has like as good word of mouth as, let's say, a Black Panther did, Mm -hmm. then I think, yes, it has a good shot of hitting a billion. Now, if people are turned off by it, then no, it doesn't. Yeah, because the movie really has. I mean, yeah, Deadpool in its second week. Infinity War in its fourth or fifth week. The movie af- after that solo comes out, you really don't have anything until June. Jurassic 15th. Park, yeah, or um, uh, um, Incredibles too. Correct, correct. So it's really Disney waiting on Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you know, and if there's Star Wars shows you, Star Wars, I think made a billion dollars in like fourteen days or eleven days. Star Wars can hit a billion dollars in less than two weeks. Yep. So there's a chance. Yeah. Do I think it happens? No, I think it comes in at around 800, 850 million, which would be still fantastic. Yes, yes. Like still, that would that'd be a huge hit for in the summertime with all these movies out. That'd be great for mm-hmm. Disney to hear that. Um, well, who knows? Maybe it makes two billion. Which, who knows? Which gets us to our next point here. You you've been writing and working for uh, the, the the hashtag network, the hashtag show. Yeah. And uh, they're sending you somewhere to do something. I yeah, read, I read I, on Twitter. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'm at this week. I will be seeing the. Uh, I will be seeing uh, a press. Actually, a press screening of Solo. Um, so I'll be with press, and then on Saturday I'll be doing the press junket for Solo uh, <laughs> with some of the stars. Uh, Ron Howard will be there. Alden Ehrenreich, Donald Glover, Amelia Clark, uh, Jonas Satumo, who plays Chewbacca, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, um, Thandie Newton, and there's one more name I'm forgetting, uh, Paul Bettany. Gosh. So we'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm. So you actually get like, this like this is like a normal press junket deal where they you're in the room, they come yeah. in, you have two minutes, boom, boom. oh gosh. <laughs> So I'm I'm to say I'm to say I'm nervous would be putting it very lightly. I'm not terrified, but hey, Skyler, we need you to do the press junket. Oh yeah, sure. For what movie? Solo, a Star Wars story. I'm like, oh man, when is it? Oh, it's this coming week. Oh, you said Solo, a Star Wars story. <laughs> that is amazing. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I don't butcher anything, any names. I, I don't stutter. I don't do my ums and uhs. And, <laughs> oh, man. And everyone's like, man, are you excited for Donald Glover? Are you excited? As a movie fan, as a, someone who grew, grew up on loving movies, Ron Howard yes. is the scariest interview for me. That's this is Ron me, Howard. Me too, man. This Apollo 13. Yes. It's Opie. It's Opie. It's, oh, yeah, it's Opie. Um, <laughs> it's Richie Cunningham. Yes. Uh, for those of you that happy don't know, days. Opie is uh, Andy Griffith's show. Uh, happy Days is Richie Cunningham yeah. for all you young kids. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I will hopefully bring back some stuff to share on next week's episode. Mm-hmm. 
So please listen, like, share, subscribe. Um, All that fun stuff. Yes. Yes. So yeah, I'm excited. So moving on from that, I do want to talk a little bit. We talked about The Rock earlier today. We ha- you have a ton of scoops on the Jungle Cruise movie. If you don't know, the Jungle Cruise is a attraction at the Disneyland Resort. It was their opening day. I love it. You know, it's, it's just it's just fun. It's kind of cheesy, but it's just fun. There's been talk about a movie with the Jungle Cruise for a long time. Originally, it was Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. And now it's it's The Rock. And he's starring in yeah. it, and there's casting, which I think The Rock's uh, – if you saw Jumaji, it's like, yeah, perfect. This is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. So what news do you have for us for The Jungle Cruise? Oh, man. There's been a lot of casting since we've had the – the uh, since we've recorded last. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we already know that The Rock is in the movie. Um, he's kind of playing the riverboat captain. Uh, you have Emily Blunt playing uh, – you know, a, like a scientist. And we had Jack Whitehall, who was playing Emily Blunt's brother, who was looking for this cure for this, uh, whether it's a disease or a, or a virus. Um, since then, we haven't had a lot of news regarding the cast. They've been putting it together. The movie's going to start shooting. Uh, it actually starts production uh, Monday. So by the time this episode drops, uh, this film will be in production in Hawaii. Um but now they have a villain. They have Edgar Ramirez. Uh, he was known for uh, American Crime Story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, he played Gotti. Um, I didn't know that until uh, Sarah said that on Disney News Weekly. I'm not a, not super familiar with Edgar Ramirez. He played one of the villains in Bright, which was on Netflix with Will Smith. And then they added Jesse Plemons, who I keep saying stole the show in Game Night this year. He played the awkward neighbor who was a police officer. Mm-hmm. Um He's joined as a villain. Um, and then Paul Giamatti, Paul Giamatti yeah. um, who's co-stars with Dwayne Johnson in San Andreas. He's coming over for Jungle Cruise. And one of Paul Giamatti's underrated performances was in Saving Mr. Banks as Ralph. Uh, oh, yes. He played P.L. Travers' uh, driver. That. Yes. Uh, he was so likable. And I, I think Disney just knows how to work with Paul Giamatti. So he's going to play a crusty harbor master. Don't know what that means, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. I still like Paul Giamatti as the, um, the movie with Julia Roberts, um, My Best Friend's Wedding. He played oh, yeah. a bellman. A small, tiny little role. He always plays those likable characters. And it was like, it was, it was, he had 30 seconds on screen. And my wife watches that movie like four or five times a year because she loves that right. movie. And I'm like, oh my, like, it just hit me like about two years ago. I'm like, that's Paul Giamatti. What? He's, so I just like him. He's just a funny guy. And that he's, it's funny when you see these old movies that in, there's these small, tiny roles that these huge stars took before they were huge exactly. stars. So. So that is the jungle. The jungle cruise is coming. Would we have a release date yet at all or time? No, I, I would assume with filming going on now. I want to. I'm gonna. I would say 2019. I don't think they released jungle. Here's the thing. Really quick. A little not off topic, but side story. People need to stop comparing Jungle Cruise and Jumanji to totally different storylines, two mm-hmm. totally different things. But that being said, I still don't think they released this movie in 2019 because um, Jumanji 2 is expected to come out December yeah. of 2019. Uh, I think they wait until t- summer of 2020 to get this movie out. Which is so weird to me. We're talking about 2020 at this point in my life. Yeah, I feel incredibly old. Uh, Side note. <laughs> you're not alone. 
So with that, we're going to move on to a little bit, just a little bit of spoiler talk about Avengers Infinity War. So at this point in the show, that's all we're talking about. Have a great day. Goodbye. We're talking about spoilers. Um, so it's been out for a week. You, you should have seen it by now. Yeah, it, it has been out for a week. And uh, so here's the thing. And I always do this when I talk about spoilers. I, I do some big fake spoiler and it's usually everybody dies. But here's the thing. Everybody died. Yeah, everybody everyone died. died. Everyone died except for our main Avengers. Our main original Avengers are all still alive, which blew my mind. Did you see James Gunn's tweet regarding uh, Groot says, I am Groot when he's, you know, evaporates. Mm -hmm. James Gunn said what that line was, what Groot said. Did you see that? I did not see that tweet. So when Groot said, I am Groot to rocket, he said, dad, as he was disappearing to rocket. Oh. I'm like, James Gunn, how dare you break my heart? Oh my gosh. So um, yeah, and, and rocket was left as well, which is interesting. He's the only guardian that was left. Oh, and Nebula, but she's really not a guardian. Yeah. She wasn't a guardian. She, yeah, she wasn't a guardian per se, but I think she becomes a guardian. Absolutely. Though. Cause Gamora is actually dead. Like we saw her die. Like, Oh, really Dan- quick. Dan- that scene- killed her. In your theater, how many people gasped when they saw Red Skull? Uh, I, there was a few gasps, a lot of chatter, though, of people explaining to their friends who that was. Yeah, a lot of people not seeing the original Captain America. Shame on you who yes. hasn't. Such a good movie. I guess um, I was like, oh, they're there because there's always been speculation. We never actually saw Red Skull, Skull died. Where is he? Exactly. I did not. Ex- I did not expect him to be in this portion of the film. I was like, whoa, that was. Yes, I. I went and saw the movie with Derek and I actually went and we saw it at a theater in Palm Desert. Really nice Cinemark. My first time at a Cinemark, by the way, really, really nice uh, place, by the way. We love Cinemark. Uh, Yeah. uh, So we went and saw this movie at a Cinemark when Red Skull came on. A lot of people were just sitting there like you could hear whispers, but Derek turned to me and goes, dude. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, my God, it's Red Skull. I had this weird feeling, and I think it's going to happen in Avengers 4, where I think they bring all the villains back to life and they make all the villains fight the heroes again. That would be cool. Yeah. and Like one big battle. And my, my, my big question right now is they, they addressed Ant-Man. They, they addressed um, Hawkeye. Uh, Hawkeye. They addressed it, but did they die? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. I, I wouldn't be surprised if an in-credit, because Ant-Man comes out here in July, an in-credit scene of Ant-Man we see Ant-Man and during that point where everybody starts evaporating and he's left. So like Hank Pym evaporates, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens either at the end or during a mid or end credit scene of Ant-Man where it kind of leaves us at this point where, okay, we're up or back up to when the infinity war was happening. Exactly. No, that, that would make sense. Um, I'll see how you can't do that though. There's a lot of stuff with Ant-Man and the Wasp. I'm curious about, I gotta, I gotta ask you who was your favorite characters to watch in the movie? Oh gosh. That's a tough one. As far, I, I'm still just, I'm a Captain America fan. I really, I, I love, I am too. I am. Too. I, I love his whole storyline there. I, I wish he would have had more favorite though. I, I loved how, prevalent a role Dr. Strange had. I've been a huge Dr. Strange. I think Dr. Strange is a very underrated Marvel film. I agree. Uh, I think it didn't get as much just play as other ones did. Uh, it's, I think Dr. Strange is going to be very important for the future of the MCU. Agreed. And, and I, I, I love just kind of the prevalent role he took in, in the, in the entire film, everything kind of wraps around him. He gets Tony involved 
and then everything goes from there. They're the first ones to take on you know Thanos's uh, minions there, and it just kind of rolls in from there. You know, then you have the the, the connection there with Bruce Banner. You know, he's with Tony, and then he ends up contacting you know Steve Rogers, and they gets them involved, and then he can't of course become the Hulk, so he's in the Hulkbuster armor, which they totally messed up with us in the in the promotional material because we saw Hulk, the actual Hulk, in the promotional material, and then he's not in the yeah, that's true. I will. I will say this, and I, I, you might agree with me. You might not. Um, in this movie, you had Doctor Strange and Robert Downey Jr. You had this leader who's you know, kind of for, helped form and establish this universe uh, in Iron Man. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Doctor Strange, like you said, very underrated, but he was used really well in this movie. Um, Spider Man, who Spider Man and Black Panther have become the new favorites, who might be the leaders moving forward. Absolutely, we'll have to wait and see. Um, you have Captain America, who I still think has the two best two best movies in a franchise together. Yes, in Captain America: Winter Soldier and Civil War. Yes, and you know he's like a leader now, like the main leader. However, I think Marvel is really using Thor amazingly. It's almost like this is Thor's like universe now. Oh yeah, I think I would agree with that. I think some of Thor Ragnarok was great. It was hilarious. It was funny. Not not in my top five. I wouldn't say probably my sixth or seventh favorite MCU film, mm-hmm. but still really good. That's like high praise for Out of nineteen a, a, films. Yeah, exactly. It's high praise. Um, however, his scenes with Rocket and the oh, Guardians. Gosh. Best scenes throughout yes. the whole franchise. Oh, so good. Uh, or the whole movie, excuse me. Um, I, I really think Black Panther was underused in this movie. Yeah. Um, cool to see Shuri. Um, I've never been a fan of Vision and Scarlet Witch's r- weird relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I get it's in the comics. Like, oh, it's in the comics. Yeah. Uh, I, I just I think Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen just – little weird to me um and not for age differences it's just connection differences i don't feel the connection um it's the stone man the stone connects them boy um (laughs) i will say one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie which i'm shocked not a lot of people are talking about especially uh women is the fight scene between proxima midnight and scarlet witch when she teams up with okoye Mm mm-hmm I'm like, oh, our original, you know, tough girl superhero with our new tough girl superhero, Okoye, like fighting. I'm like, oh, it was so good. And then you had Black Widow or not Black Widow, Scarlet Witch right there. It just kind of showed me, man, how cool would it be to see them on a team with Gamora and Valkyrie and Captain Marvel, like that female Marvel movie we've been talking about for a few weeks now. Speaking of which, and this is my big question. We'll start with what happened with the Asgardians on the ship. Loki, is he dead or not? Now, now, it was stated there's no resurrection this time. So, did Thanos really kill Loki? I'm going to say, I'm going to say no. I'm not buying it. Okay. Okay. I'm not. Here's why I don't buy it. Um, One, Loki has been a key to the MCU uh, almost going on eight or nine years. Um, he was integral to Thor, the dark world, the Avengers, Ragnarok, you know, he's a fan favorite, uh, arguably outside of maybe Thanos now and Killmonger, Loki stands as one of the, the best, best MCU villains. villains. Yes. 
um, he kind of, especially between, um, especially in Infinity War, but Ragnarok and Thor The Dark World, he kind of played almost like an anti-hero in both those movies, um, you know, protecting Thor in the two Thor films, last two Thor films. Mm-hmm. I'm just not buying it. It's Tom Hiddleston. He's a big name. I think he draws a, a, a crowd. I think he's going to show up again. I don't, I don't think they kill Loki. It's just I don't see it. All right. What about Idris Elba's character? Oh, he's done. Know, he's done. So, okay. Um, now here's the big question. It was stated that half the Asgardians were killed. We don't know what happened to the other half, um, but that leaves Korg and Valkyrie. Are they still alive? I'm assuming they are. I think I saw the Russos say yes, they are alive. Valkyrie's alive. Valkyrie made it. Um, now I don't know if the stones wipe out other planets how far the stones work i don't know if it's the entire universe um and i really didn't look into the comments that deeply mm. it's kind of weird though how they they did korg and valkyrie because they were supposed to be on that ship yeah did idris elba send them off using the whatever it's called i always forget the bifrost the bifrost yeah um, who knows? Or was the and other the other half of the Asgardians? Like, because only half of the Asgardians were killed, but we didn't see anyone else alive on that ship. Well, maybe the Bi- he sent them away using the Bifrost. That would make sense. Um, maybe he used the Bifrost, and Thanos went to kill him, and the Bifrost shut off. Kind of how Hela kicked Loki and yes. Thor out of the Bifrost, and Thor Ragnarok. Maybe yep. they fell out of the Bifrost. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, that's a good question though so alright we kind of talked about Thor I love the film overall um, I, I, a few things I really enjoyed is how Thanos had that there was that connection with Thanos and Tony Stark like Thanos was very much aware of who Tony Stark was because of what he experienced in the first Avengers movie how oh, yeah. somehow he had that weird mental connection that caused him to have a mental breakdown in, in, in Iron Man 3 that he's said has haunted him for the last six years, so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm, it's funny to me that Thanos, I don't know if Thanos had, when he snapped his fingers, had a way to choose who went and didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny to me that Thanos didn't really kill him when he had the chance. So he, I think maybe he wanted to because he said, I hope they remember. He, he was actually kind of being nice. He was like, I hope they remember you. Well, he, he, he kind of basically took a son away from him in – you know, Peter Parker took all his best friends yep. uh, when yeah. you look at it. He was starting to establish a relationship with uh, Stephen Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America vanished. And deep down, Robert Downey uh, – Tony Stark loves Steve Rogers. They, yeah. they have a love-hate relationship, but I think love overcomes hate in yep. this instance. Yep. Um, so I, I think it, it makes sense to keep him alive. There is one thing I am seeing all over social media that like kind of irks me is a lot of like websites and people say, are saying that this is all Star Lord's fault. And I've read that buying. too. Like Star Wars, Star Lord's the actual villain. I'm like, I'm like, are you, uh, dude? Did we? I, I I don't bite at all. Um. Well, here's here's the reason why. Before that happens, Stephen Strange says there's 44 million different possibilities of how this yes, you know, this yes. outcome comes, and, and Tony Stark says, "Well, how, how how many how many of these visions shows us winning?" And he said, "One." Now, if what Star Lord did was that bad, why didn't 
Stephen Strange used the time stone. Exactly. I think, yeah. and, and, and you have the point in the movie too, where he gives up the time stone to Thanos and he says, he basically tells Tony, you know, this is what we have to do. He, yes. kno- he knows something. Stephen Strange oh. knows something and allowed the have the plan put in place in a very specific way, knowing that this is what's going to have to happen for them to end up winning. They're going to have to because they're going to somehow get the time stone back. They're going to be able to reverse things. And then also something's going on with what power abilities Captain Marvel will have, because in the end credit scene, there was no mid credit scene. There was the end credit scene. We have, of course, Samuel Jackson's character. Um, Maria Hill and um, what's I can't remember his character's name because it's been such a long time since I've seen him. Um, Samuel L. Jackson. His, 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 uh, oh, Nick Fury. Fury. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I'm so bad with that. Um, he he summons. He gets this '90s looking pager out and summons Captain Marvel right before he you know does his <laughs> mother. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, what? How is the, uh, she's obviously playing an integral role. In rescuing the Avengers. So how is that playing into it? I, I don't know, but Stephen Strange obviously knew something and to keep saying is Peter being did Peter Quill do something stupid? Nonsense. Yes, Peter Quill did, did do something stupid, but Doctor Strange. People were watching a totally different movie. Yeah. And, and how do you not if you're Star Lord, how do you not want to kill and beat the crap out of uh, Thanos? Yeah. I mean, if we go back to Guardians Volume Two uh, he finds out that his mother's killed by his father, Ego, and you know he he, he yeah. does he reacts. He starts shooting him. Like now, now you're telling this guy who lost his mother and a father that he, which he, who you know, who cares about the father? He was the bad guy. But now you're telling this same guy who's already broken inside, grown up, broken, losing a father figure like Yondu. Oh, by the way, we killed off your girlfriend. Yep. I sacrificed your girlfriend. It had to be done. Yep. Like, if I'm Star-Lord, I'd do the same thing. But if if Doctor Strange didn't want that to happen, he wouldn't have let that happen. Yeah. He, Doctor Strange had total control over, over that sort of thing. And he never used a time stone when he was battling Thanos. Everything was very, very planned, very specific. Also, I also believe Peter Quill has still has that half-god ability in him. He's the, oh, sure. and he just hasn't realized it. Like he, he was told by his dad, if you kill me, you'll lose all your power as well. I think that was the ploy and he hasn't really even tried it. I think, I think Peter Quill still has the ability. I think he still has the abilities he's not aware of and they'll be made very aware to him in this last film. Just saying we can go on about this forever though. Yeah, I agree. So overall ratings for this film. Uh, I never, we got to figure out like a system here. I just, I, I don't know. Let's, let's, let's do letter grades. Let's do like, yeah, letter grades. Not one. Well, I feel like one to ten is a little deceiving. Let's do like, you know, A plus, A minus, B, B plus. Well, well, okay. A to F, what do you give it? I'm giving it an A minus. A minus. Uh, I think the movie's super solid, a lot of fun, has a only a couple problems with it, not a lot. Still probably in my top five uh, MCU films of all time. Yeah, a mi- solid A minus, like a ninety-one percent. I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna say A minus as well, with the caveat that it could go down if Avengers Four just blows the recovery here, or it can go up if it's just like makes totally gives us a payoff. Yeah, I think Avengers Four is huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would agree. So, yeah, probably one of my, my top five as well. 
and oh gosh, it's. I was really afraid on the, on the second viewing. I'm like, I just don't know if I can watch it again. I, I waited. How long did I wait? Five days. Which for an Avengers film is, I usually watch it again the next morning, and then again two more times that weekend. I just couldn't. It was really hard for me to process. There's this meme going around that I posted a few times. It's of the Rock sitting in a car, just kind of contemplating, and it says me th- 30 minutes in my car after watching Infinity War. And literally, that's how it was. I mean, everyone walked out of the theater silent. It's just like, what just happened? Was, yeah, it, the way the way it ended just really threw everyone for a loop. Like, okay, it's done. Uh, 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 okay, and then there was no mid credit scene. You're like, okay, and after that, people start leaving. You're like, why are you leaving? And then they have that really good payoff with the, with the end credit scene with uh, with Nick Fury and Maria Hill, which is amazing. Sets up Marvel, I believe, sets up the rest of the MCU for the future. So, a minus as well, and that is our. That's that's our review for Avengers Infinity War. And there's so much coming out here. We have Solo coming out soon. We, of course, have uh, Incredibles 2 coming out. We have Ant-Man coming out. This It's going to be a busy summer and time for movies. I'm excited to get things ramped up again. And uh, then you'll have Comic-Con. You'll have some news coming out during Comic-Con in July. So, Or is it July or August? I think it's August. I want to say August sure. sounds right. August sounds right. So, yeah, Skyler, how can people get a hold of you on the interwebs? Uh, you can follow me at DisneyFilmFacts.com on all your favorite social media sites and check out Disney Film Facts uh, for all the latest, greatest movie news in the world of Disney. Also, uh, check out that hashtag show. I drop a, I'm drop. i starting to drop a lot of non-Disney scoops uh, there now. And um, you'll be able to hopefully check out my interviews with Solo, a Star Wars story cast at the hashtag show.com and on YouTube. Uh, and yeah like comment and subscribe to this podcast it's good to be back it's great to be back great to have you back and be doing this again you can hold me at all the various social media networks at andy herndon and follow all of us on the dcast uh, go to dcast.com all of our socials are there and yeah don't forget to leave a review on itunes apple podcast that helps us out so much and talk to us let us know what you like what show what you don't like what show what you want to see bug sarah tell her she needs to get on the show with that my name is Andy Herndon, and with me, as always, is the one, the only... Skylar Schuler. And you've been listening to episode number 158 of The D-Cast. listening to a member of the disney podcast family head over to disney podcast family on instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great disney podcasts